Have you ever felt a twinge of worry about AI taking over your job or diluting your creativity? Well, what if you could turn that fear into creative fuel? We've just published an amazing new ebook called The Four Keys to Success in an AI World. And this is more than just a guide. It's a deep exploration into the human skills that AI can't touch. The skills that are essential for standing out and thriving, no matter how much technology evolved. We're talking about real differentiators here like creativity, emotional intelligence, critical thinking, and much more. Inside, you'll find actionable insights and strategies to develop these skills, whether you're a creative person, a business person, or just simply someone who loves personal development. This isn't a story about tech taking over. It's a story of human creativity thriving alongside AI. Picture this, AI as your creative co-pilot, not just as a tool, but a collaborator that enhances your unique human skills. The Four Keys ebook will show you exactly how to do that and view AI in a new way that empowers you instead of overshadows you. Transform your creative potential today. Head over to unmistakablecreative.com slash four keys. Use the number four, K-E-Y-S. That's unmistakablecreative.com slash four keys and download your free copy. We're in the infancy of this, right? So think about four or five years from down the road, you're going to have your own Jarvis-like capability where you're going to say, hey, I'm going to launch, build a prototype of this thing that's on my mind. So then suddenly it's your imagination, not, you know, the ability to to use the tool right. that becomes more and more valuable, which is why creativity becomes more and more valuable. That's so powerful. I, I, that can't be stressed enough. There's another tool for A-B testing called abtesting.ai that literally like you just give it the URL and it runs A-B tests and spits out what are your higher converting words like it'll it'll give you some variations and say okay like you know change this like i remember it ran changes on a color of a button and it was like this button color converts like 20 percent higher it's stuff like that one percent a week increase in conversion rate can make like a 150 to 200 thousand dollar a year difference in a business and the thing is you know how much work that would take you and i to do this is why you need to understand what ai can do and what it can't do because then you can start to use it to your advantage for certain things I'm Srini Rao, and this is the Unmistakable Creative Podcast, where you get a window into the stories and insights of the most innovative and creative minds who've started movements, built thriving businesses, written best-selling books, and created insanely interesting art. For more, check out our 500-episode archive at unmistakablecreative.com. Hey, everybody. It's Srini and Gareth. We are back for another episode of the Unmistakable Creativity Hour. We're sorry that we've missed you for the last couple of weeks. Um, I was on vacation in Brazil and we were having some internet issues when we tried to record. And then I decided that I actually needed to embrace the fact that I was on vacation uh, <laughs> as opposed to try to you know mix work and vacation simultaneously, which I thought was you know, kind of weird. I don't know why. At a certain point, I just realized I need to be on vacation and act mm. like I'm on vacation. And so I canceled mm -hmm. meetings with Gareth and everybody else. And, you know, eventually we're like, I'm not going to spend my last week in front of a computer. So we're back. We will be back on our normal schedule uh, recording as usual. So hopefully you are still here and enjoying this. But today we wanted to talk about um, something that I think is near and dear to both of our hearts. And Gareth has effectively made a career out of this. And this is a role that AI and automation are going to play in the future of work and you know, we've talked a little bit about automation before, but before we get into that, what's going on with you, Gareth? What's the latest? Did oh, did the Avs win the Stanley Cup? Are you serious? You don't know? No. Why would I know? Because oh. I could care less about hockey. My God! Yes, they won. They won, and it was amazing. And uh, I mean, now now we got a dynasty to build, man. We got to see if we can come back and get it again next year. Well, it was I amazing. Mean, you know. 
you're you're making money, so you, you could potentially like you know buy the team and be responsible <gasps> for the dynasty. Listen, I don't think I'm going to buy the team anytime soon, but uh, yeah. but I'm definitely going to get season tickets. And you remind me actually that um, I was read. Uh, so this is this is a crazy aside, but I was reading on on Reddit. I'm not a big redditor. I don't even have my own account. But this is before the the game where they won the cup. This is before yeah. the, they before they won, and some guy or gal, someone had posted something about, um, you know, I listened to this podcast where one of the guys is really into hockey. Now, I realize the world's a huge place. It's probably not us. But I want to pitch and just say, if the person who wrote that is a listener of this show and they want to go to an Avalanche game, have, you know, have, email Srinny and he will pass it along and I will take you to a game. If you get yourself to Denver... I will take you to a game. You got to prove to me. You, know, you, real, you realize you're account. just offering a free ticket to some hockey fan in our audience. I already talked to the person who, 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 you know, mentioned it and it wasn't him. Because <laughs> <So, laughs> uh, we attempted to do this, this same episode before. That's right. And we wanted to talk about this, but yeah, I mean, anyways, so, you know, Look, you, you somebody realize out you might- there, somebody out there, maybe they're in our audience, maybe they're not. And, and, and if they're not, that's okay. Right. But if it's somebody yeah. in our audience, I feel like um, they, they mentioned something about, you know, I listened to this podcast, kind of got me into listening or watching hockey. And I got to say, this is the most exciting thing I've ever seen. The Stanley Cup playoffs are amazing, blah, blah, blah. If that was you and you're out there, take a screenshot of your account, something, send it on over. Let me know and I, I'll, I'll give you a ticket. I don't even care, dude. I don't even care. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. As creators, we're always on the move. Whether it's a live podcast event, a pop-up shop, or a workshop, we're constantly interacting with community, and that's where Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe comes in. Imagine this, you're at a live event, a listener loves your merch, or a participant wants to sign up for your course on the spot. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, you can accept their payments right there and then, right from your iPhone so there's no extra hardware or no delays. Total game changer. It's not just for creators. Any business owner can do this. It's about making transactions smoother and much more personal, growing your business in your way. We've been using Stripe for our products and courses for a long time, and now with Tap to Pay on iPhone, you can take your business to the next level too. So visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone to learn more. Remember folks, with Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, your business is always at your fingertips. It's, yeah. Well, the thing about hockey is everybody loves it. Everybody in the community who loves it is it, it's a welcoming community. So yeah. yeah. Whereas I don't clearly give a fuck about hockey you don't, since you don't I don't even it. know whether they You don't get it. <laughs> well, no. Okay. So this is actually, you know, kind of a, another interesting aside. You know, I, I mentioned to you that I'm taking, you know, Ramit's Rich Life course and, mm-hmm. you know, thinking about how you prioritize money. And it just made me think about just in general, you know, my parents are kind of on my case about little things here and there. And I was talking to my cousin this morning and I I said, listen, I was like, people think that I don't listen or I don't, you know, do things. They think I'm forgetful. And I'm like, I literally remember everything. The problem <laughs> is that when you tell me something more than once, then I get annoyed and I'm like, tell you to shut up. But if you would just tell me the thing once, you never have to tell me again and I'll do it. Like, I mean, you know this, you say something to me once, I'll remember it. I remember details in, you know, my Rama was like, she's like, you remember the way the onions were cut the first time you ever met me for the meal I made you? I was like, yeah. Right. I was like, you know, I was like, I remember things like that, but I realized what it was. It's that there are certain things I just didn't give a shit about. And those things I don't make an effort. Those things I actually have to make more of an effort for. Right. Whereas the things that I genuinely care about, it's like effortless, um, which funny enough, this is a, an interesting segue into the topic of today, Ta-da! which is the role that AI is going to play, you know, in the future of both our professional and our personal lives. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I wanted to pull up this quote that I actually had been looking at, you know, multiple times. And I ended up writing a blog post about this titled The Four Essential Skills for the Future of Work. But um, Stephen Kotler said this in his book. He said, back in 2002, the Partnership for 21st Century Learning, a nonprofit educational coalition that included everyone from executives at Apple, Cisco, and Microsoft to experts from the National Education Association and U.S. Department of Education, was charged with determining which skills our children need to thrive in the 21st century. The old answer, of course, was the three R's, reading, writing, arithmetic. Why are they the three R's? Writing is spelled with a W. Do you ever realize that? Like, dude, it's I don't the know. three R's and arithmetic and writing don't start with R. This yeah, is uh, that's it's ludicrous. clearly the, right there. You know, more yeah. major flaw. Yeah. So exactly. the new answer, the four C's, creativity, critical thinking, collaboration and cooperation. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is that AI and automation are going to impact all of those in ways that most people, I don't think, listening to this either – can fathom or don't even realize they're already experiencing on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you have a business in a lot of ways that is simple AI, right? I mean, Zapier, yeah. is, Zapier is sponsoring our podcast right now. And, you know, we talk oh, about this are. a lot. We'll, cool. Yeah, we'll, we'll come back to this. You know, so for those of you who haven't checked out Zapier, believe it or not, all the bullshit tasks that just annoy the shit out of you that you waste countless hours on every week, 
a lot of that stuff can be automated so you can actually do the things that you are uniquely qualified to do, Mm -hmm. the things that machines can't do. But to get to sort of where we are today to talk about this, we have to kind of take a a walk down memory lane. Um, So let's go back to sort of early, early Internet, you know, um, pre Web 2.0, pre 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 smartphones, I think, is really where we have to start. Okay, and. Funny enough, I, you know, I'm working on another article about this um, titled Why uh, Spending 12 Years on Your Primary Education Won't Make Any Sense in the Future. Uh, <laughs> there's this really interesting book called Imaginable by Jane McGonigal, who's a futurist. And one of the things she says is to sort of dream up scenarios of what, you know, the future might look like that is completely normal today, but might be, you know, absurd. Like if you think about it, I was telling you before we hit record, you know, when I was in Sao Paulo in 2008, it was a pain in the ass to go anywhere. No Google Maps, mm. no iPhones. I mean, every day. I mean, I remember the first time I opened up a map of the city. I bought it at a newsstand. I was like, this thing is like a fucking blanket. I'm like, I could use it to, you know, cover myself if I were homeless. Like, it was such a nightmare to get around. Wow. And so I remember right when we landed, I was telling Tim, I was like, dude, this city is, you know, fucking nightmare. Like, I, you know, and I hate this place. So, um, <laughs> and this time I actually loved it because everything was easy because you had Google Maps, you had Uber, mm-hmm. but. The reason I brought that up is you remember when we first started being able to get driving directions off the Internet? What did we do? Went to MapQuest and we printed them out. That's right. You remember that? That's right. I always look at my dad like, what did you guys do before driving directions? He was like, get lost, you know, or stop and ask. And eventually you just started to memorize the directions. Right. But I remember. So, I mean, our younger listeners probably won't have any recollection of this. But for Srini and I, who are on that exennial or zennial cusp right where we're like old millennials um yeah we were we were not growing up with smartphones and so mm-hmm. for us and, and and like you've expressed when when we first started to have map quests it's like your friends wanted to go to a place that you've never heard of before you'd put it into the the google machine do we even have google i don't know you put it into we almost had we, AOL. Made, we probably yeah or whatever it was yeah <laughs> whatever the version was you know web web 1.0 and um you put it in, you go to MapQuest, it, it would tell you the directions, and it would literally be turn by turn, right? Because mm-hmm. you're not getting real-time information because it it doesn't know – all it's taking is your start point and your end point and telling you how to get there. Yeah. It, it wouldn't tell you about traffic, wouldn't tell you about anything like that, right? Oh, it didn't tell you about one-way streets. Oh, God, no. It was – I mean, it, that, it was I can't tell you the – Number of times that I had to deal with that, especially in San Francisco, where like every other street oh, is a one way street. Man, I bet that was a nightmare. It was just like great map quest driving directions. Like it's one like of my first jobs, here and you're like, no, I don't think I want to head on collision. Thanks. Yeah, like one of my first jobs, you know, I, I it was a super senior. I had one extra semester. That last semester, I had applied for what I thought was going to be a full time job. Yeah, and the guy was like, no, we want you to start now. And I was like, you know what? I really didn't intend to work this semester. And the guy was like, look, we'll pay you. You know, whatever. He's like, this is really a simple job. It's not going to take much time. But my job was literally to go around San Francisco to restaurants and to coffee shops and pay them 500 bucks to put up routers like Wi-Fi routers so that people could have Wi-Fi. Yeah. And so I literally drove around San Francisco with MapQuest. Yeah. And it was every day, like going to different coffee shops. It was crazy. Um, You know, fun fact, the guy who was my my boss at that company, his dad is the CEO of Goldman Sachs. Okay, (laughs) let's go. Yeah, Henry Paulson was his dad. All right then. Yeah. 
but well. super nice guy. But but no, I mean, the, so, you know, another thing you you see this, you know, the reason this is important is like we're going to get to how this really affects jobs. So think about air travel, right? Like I've just spent a lot of time in airports. You remember the the ticket counter used to be like this, you know, really needed job. And bit by bit, the people who work at the ticket counter are becoming obsolete. Like, I mean, for the most part, if you don't have any luggage, you don't even need to go to the damn ticket counter at all. Yeah, right, you, just, right. you can have your boarding pass on your phone and get on a plane. And I remember thinking that when I was uh, I was at an airport once and I just finished reading Tyler Cowen's book, Average is Over, where he was talking about how all these skills are being displaced and you have to be really good at what you do in the future. Like you cannot be average at anything or mm. you're going to be worthless. Um, and I remember, you know, printing out this the, the my, my boarding pass and I was like, wow, somebody used to actually have this as a job. You know, this little mm-hmm. kiosk that I'm interacting with, somebody literally used to do this job and now it's all being done by a machine. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. As creators, we're always on the move. Whether it's a live podcast event, a pop-up shop, or a workshop, we're constantly interacting with community, and that's where Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe comes in. Imagine this. You're at a live event, a listener loves your merch, or a participant wants to sign up for your course on the spot. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, you can accept their payments right there and then, right from your iPhone so there's no extra hardware or no delays. Total game changer. It's not just for creators. Any business owner can do this. It's about making transactions smoother and much more personal, growing your business in your way. 
We've been using Stripe for our products and courses for a long time. And now with Tap to Pay on iPhone, you can take your business to the next level too. So visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone to learn more. Remember folks, with Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, your business is always at your fingertips. Dude, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. I mean, when we went to these, uh, so I went to a couple of Stanley Cup games, um, round three and four, round four being the actual playoffs. But um, they were they were amazing. And the thing that blew my mind was, uh, so I, I'd be buying, I would, I would buy these tickets off of the secondary market, right? So somebody else had bought the ticket already and they put it on Ticketmaster or whatever to sell. And then they sell it to you for a profit and they transfer it to your Google wallet. So yeah. I'm sure there's an Apple version of this, but they would yeah, transfer it to my, yeah, they would transfer it to the, my, my Google wallet. It, it like is owned by me in my phone. Only one person can own that ticket at a time. And so they know that I am the rightful owner. And all I have to do to get into the freaking stadium is tap my phone. And all the mm-hmm. people that are with me just like go right through the turnstile. Boom, boom, boom. They know that yeah. all of us are. It, I was, I've never used the Google wallet before. I, I've put it off because I was like, I don't see the value. But yeah. it blew my mind. I was like, oh, oh I, my I, do, gosh. I did, you know, for boarding passes and you can even add your credit cards and stuff. I mean, the funny thing is even in Brazil, everywhere we went, like there literally wasn't a place where you couldn't pay with a credit card or a smartphone. It was Crazy. unreal. Yeah, the whole world is basically digitized now, which yeah. changes everything because ultimately, <laughs> you know, that yeah. really it, it basically what it does is it creates, you know, mountains and mountains and mountains of data and information. And so part of our job now, right, is to be able to manage this in a way that is effective. You know, Tiago Forte's new book, uh, Building a Second Brain, just came out this month, which, by the way, Gareth, you probably would really like. He has some really good stuff in it. Yeah. Um, And one of the things that he talks about is the fact that um, your ability to manage information is something that's going to have a profound impact both on the quality of your personal life and your professional success. Interesting. And that it makes sense, right? Because our whole world is basically just, you know, information at this point, everything Mm -hmm. we deal with on a daily basis, we're knowledge workers, creatives, it doesn't matter. You have to be able to navigate the sort of digital landscape. And AI is going to play a big role in that. But you also have to understand what it can and can't do. Um, And that's that's where, you know, I think that we really have to first let's, let's define you know, artificial intelligence for people. And this is something that came from, you know, one of the books that I was reading. But um, basically what happens is a system is assigned a task. It learns from data and adapts along the way. So one of the examples, you know, for example, is we can as- assign a system the task of curating content. Uh, it Then it learns from the data of our consumption patterns and it adapts to those patterns. So if you feel like you're seeing, you know, the same YouTube videos over and over again or you see the same type of content on Facebook, that's AI at work. And the funny thing is even the damn Facebook engineers don't know how half of it works because there's just so much information that at a certain point the computers take over, mm-hmm. um, which is part of the danger in algorithmic you know, content consumption is it makes it very hard for you to be deliberate about what you consume. Right. Um, but that's that's a downside. You know, the upsides are – you know, if you understand how to use this to your advantage, there are numerous upsides. Um, but you really have to understand, you know, exactly what it is in order to to utilize it. And I think that this is a part that I want to turn to you on, Gareth. You know, mm. uh, one of the the things that you know we'll find is AI capabilities right now are narrow. They're you know machines are no match for humans still. So it basically comes down to really saying, okay. 
what is it that I as a human can do that a machine can? And you're like a perfect example of this, right? Like what you do as a salesperson in terms of signing clients, your Airtable databases can't do. They can manage everything else, but that one part is literally the top of the value chain because without that, everything else is worthless. Mm -hmm. So why don't you talk to me? I mean, I, I want to hear this from your perspective because you literally are basically helping people eliminate bullshit work through what is effectively very simple AI. Well, yes and no. Okay, so the, the key part about what you said about AI is that it learns and improves, yeah. right? And that's something that automation alone doesn't do. When you build an automated process, it doesn't adapt. It, it that is simply true. says, I, I take the input variables that you gave me, and every time they exist, I'm going to perform the output that you assigned to me. So it yeah. requires that somebody programmed that very specific flow, right? Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, it's, it's, it's incredibly powerful, but it, it, I feel like we do need to decide that there's a big delineation between AI and automation. Um, yeah, no, that is a very, very good point. Um, yeah. Now, so that being said, the implications I think are similar for both those things, right? You're right. You know, AI adapts and learns automation, you know, doesn't, somebody has to program it, but they both are going to be tools that displace significantly large volumes of people from their jobs and require yes. a whole set of skills. So this is something I have often said, uh, you know, in numerous talks that I've given, I've said that, you know, as technology becomes more and more advanced, your technical competency is going to be less and less important. And your ability to imagine what is possible with yes. the tool that you have is going to become far more valuable. Oh, and, you're preaching to the choir. Look at what I do. I always yeah. wished that I knew how to code. Like when I was in business school, I was like, God, I wish I knew how to code because I could build this thing and I could solve this problem. And now I don't know how to code. And yet I can solve those problems because of yeah. where technology has taken us. Yeah, I mean, you're going to be able to do things. I mean, we've talked about this before. Like when we were in high school, you know, even early college, building a website, you know, hundreds oh of thousands, thousands of hours and hundreds of dollars on the, right. on the low end. You know, right. you, but you wanted somebody good. I mean, you're talking tens of thousands of dollars. And now I do build something. a website in an, in an afternoon, like in a few hours. I mean, yeah, I mean, you can build a website, a simple one in 20 minutes if you really right. wanted to. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's the, the funny thing is there's so many different ways that this technology can be utilized. And the funny thing is there are all these things that we're already doing with AI on a daily basis. And the funny thing is, so, so the other thing, there are other places where AI is impacting your life without you realizing it. So if you shop on Amazon, AI is impacting your life every day. There's a reason you see those Amazon recommendations. You know, if you mm -hmm. go to like, you know, books, that's part of the reason I go to bookstores still is because I know I won't discover things that, you know, wouldn't have been based on my previous consumption habits uh, on Amazon. Right. But there is also great utility to that, right? So it's kind of like this trade off between, you know, convenience and <clears throat> sort of, um, you know, variety. You know, the convenience of it is like you're getting things that you like. The downside is you don't discover anything new. And think about Netflix, right? Same thing. Do you think those recommendations that you're getting for what you should watch next are unintentional? No, they're based on what you consumed before. You, sure. With media consumption in particular, I, you know, and I, I'm sure like when you get to sort of advanced podcast platforms, it's going to be the same. You're not going to basically subscribe to a podcast and say, oh, you know, here's the list of, you know, a thousand episodes of Unmistakable Creative. It's going to be, oh, you liked this episode. Maybe you should listen to this one. And I think Spotify kind of already does that. I'm, I think Spotify probably does it. I'm sure Pandora has some version of it as well. And this yeah. is definitely something that we see in a lot of industries. 
But I agree with you in terms of the media consumption. But here's here's where I see the delineation. Automation, again, it's conscious. Uh, mm-hmm. well, by that, I mean the person who built the automation did so consciously, right? Whether it's right. Toyota saying, this is how we build the Toyota Highlander, and these are the, the 8,000 steps that have to occur, and we're going to do them in this sequence, that's automation, right? right. Or, or as I do it for my clients, uh, you what, small business owner, what are the what is the process that you go through to service your client? And they they outline it. But notice that every time we have to identify the process, because we can mm-hmm. only program the automation to do the thing that we've right. identified. And this is something I've told you from the beginning. The hardest part of what I do is convincing people that they need to first spend time on their process and identify oh, their me. process. I, I I recently did remember I told you right before I left from Brazil. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Frederick Bonson, one of our, our most recent podcast guests, hired me That's to build right. a, uh, a content you know generation system for him uh, inside of Mem and Airtable. And I remember I, I said I need to understand what your workflow is, and he said I don't actually have one. And so I told him I said, look, that actually is going to be the more time consuming part because I'm going to yes. have to if I'm going to design that for you, that honestly will be the thing that takes forever. Because one, I have to de- create it from scratch, and then I have to make sure it all works with the technology. Right. And I was like, and I'm like, I, I you know, and remember, because I contacted you like about a few things, and you're like, yeah, that's going to yeah, be yeah. harder than you think, or you know, that's a lot more work than you think. There were certain things where I told him, I was like, I, this is just beyond my skill level, and I was straight up with him, I was like, hire Gareth for this if it's that <laughs> important to you. Um, but Thanks, yeah, man. I mean, Thanks, it really. was really one of those things <laughs> where you, I, I saw exactly what you're talking about, what process yes. matters. And, and the thing is, it's so this takes us to to another interesting point about AI, which is that everything it both both for AI and automation, the what you put into you know the system matters a lot, right? It's like yes. like you always tell me, it's like I promise you, if you fuck something up in you know your Airtable system, it's not because of what I built, it's because of something stupid you did. <laughs> um, and you're always right. You know, I'm always like, dude, something isn't working, and then I'll go discover that it's like, oh shit, you're right, it was me doing something stupid. Um, or me not following the process. The but process, like you said, yes. the difference is that AI is going to adapt. And AI basically has a process that evolves and adapts based on the data that you're putting in. But the thing That's is the that difference. there's something that, you know, the, in the book Rebooting AI, uh, I think it's by Gary Marcus, he said that no data perfectly reflects the ever-changing world. There are no fixed rules and the possibilities are unlimited. We can't practice every situation in advance nor foresee what information we'll, we'll need in any given situation. That, I think, is, is a perfect, actually, explanation, summary of what you and I are talking about, the two differences, right? Because with automation, you need to see foresee everything or it won't work, you know? Whereas with AI, it's kind of adapting, you know, on the fly. Yes. Um, and so, you know, let's get into the current capabilities of AI. And if you want to hear the rest of this episode, make sure you subscribe to the Unmistakable Creative Backstage Pass at unmistakablecreative.com slash backstage. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Have you ever felt a twinge of worry about AI taking over your job or diluting your creativity? Well, what if you could turn that fear into creative fuel? 
We've just published an amazing new ebook called The Four Keys to Success in an AI World. And this is more than just a guide. It's a deep exploration into the human skills that AI can't touch, the skills that are essential for standing out and thriving, no matter how much technology evolved. We're talking about real differentiators here, like creativity, emotional intelligence, critical thinking, and much more. Inside, you'll find actionable insights and strategies to develop these skills, whether you're a creative person, a business person, or just simply someone who loves personal development. This isn't a story about tech taking over. It's a story of human creativity thriving alongside AI. Picture this AI as your creative co-pilot, not just as a tool, but a collaborator that enhances your unique human skills. The Four Keys ebook will show you exactly how to do that and view AI in a new way that empowers you instead of overshadows you. Transform your creative potential today. Head over to unmistakablecreative.com slash four keys. Use the number four, K-E-Y-S. That's unmistakablecreative.com slash four keys and download your free copy.